This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. listening and if you've ever touched a black woman's hair you've probably never done it again <laughs> you, you learned that lesson once you know i did it i in high school uh my friend shannon mckinney had the most beautiful braids black girl obviously and i was sitting behind her in i it's so vivid to me in algebra class and we were friends, so I felt enough. I was 10th grade, so I was like 15, 16 years old. And I just kind of grabbed on part of her braids. Uh, I don't think I had really felt black hair, really. And she just turned around to me and she's like, what do you think you're doing? <laughs> and I said, I was just, she's like, don't touch a black girl's hair. And I'm like, but why? She's like, don't touch a black girl's hair. <laughs> And I said, but she's like, I'm telling you, I will punch you in the face if you touch if you touch my hair again. And I went, and she okay, okay. And I didn't do it again. <laughs> mine was in, I mine was in. Uh, I was a freshman in college, and it, did you ever know Takesha Kazart at North Texas? Yes, I did. So and you yeah. know, she always had very like her hair was always like coiffed. I mean, it yeah. was done to the nine. That's what you quaff. That's the word. Yeah. Thank you. Um, and I I do this, I do this with my friends, and you know, and I'll do this, and we were friendly, but we weren't like really good friends. And I've even done this with friends that I have that are black women, but we're very good friends. Just like she was like the wind was blowing. She had a stray hair in her face. Yeah. And like, if I'm talking sometimes my girlfriends, I'll just take my hand and just move their hair out of their face yeah. for them because they don't see it. And I started, and that's when she said, don't touch my hair. And I went, oh, and because we weren't really good friends. Yeah. We were a lot younger than this doctor. Not that we're any better, but this woman is old enough to know better. She didn't just touch her hair. She grabbed her wig and tugged on it till you saw her wig cap. I gasped. I gasped. And she meant to do it where it's not to defend us, but like I just was putting somebody's hair out of the way. I can't yes. speak to your experience. But this one also then this was meant to be a joke to pull someone's wig off. I thought she like, I don't I'm still 
unsure of what she was trying to do. No, she said in the picture, the woman said, let's all do something different. And she said it was, she wasn't trying to fix her hair. She was trying like, it'll be funny to pull your wig. Oh, that's really, really much more awful than I thought it was. It's also a little bit. It's also just tied with kind of, I think that in earlier, she said that, phrase like she was it was behind the door but she said i'm a hungry gonna be a hungry white bitch and the fact that it's just like some microaggression shit and when you add all that up i'm just like bitch sit down sit down yeah you can tell she's old enough to know better they're they're not gonna be friends after that no not in our defense but this was like in the 90s like now i think people hopefully know more there's that a documentary. I've never seen it. Chris Rock did a whole documentary about it. I've seen it. Yep. And, um, but I remember in that he was on Oprah and he was talking about on Oprah and like half the audience that were all black women were like shaking her head. And the other half were like white men. We were like, what? You don't touch a black woman. And they're like, no. Yeah, so y'all, I- if you don't know that, take our lesson now. <laughs> Do not. If, if you don't know it, um, uh, you will get at, fucking slapped, yeah. and you will have deserved that slap. And if you have ever done it, as I said before, you've probably never done it again. <laughs> you've never done it again. I, I have never seen a look on Shannon McKinney's face as I when I him, saw, yeah. and she was a good friend of mine, and I was just like, okay. <laughs> I don't remember much about Takesha Kizard except for that hair. Well, except for that time she tried to improv in The Merry Widow during their performance and went way off key and sang really high. <laughs> she was kind of an asshole. But she, uh, she, 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 she was wasn't a diva. The, she wasn't the easiest person to know. No. Uh, <laughs> she thought she was fucking Renee Fleming and she was she fine. Did. Yeah. did Were you there when she did Merry Widow? When she was no, singing Via? I wasn't. Oh, it's supposed to, you know, it goes, yeah, she's like the high B. Well, she yeah. wanted to do what Renee Fleming does, where Renee Fleming does the, you know, I probably the can't D. do it because I'm a little I think sick. it's like a yeah, D. She yeah. goes, a yeah, it's close. And so she went to go do that and she <laughs> overshot it. <laughs> and this was not prepared with Dr. Dubberly, the music conductor. Oh so it was my like, God. Then she didn't know where she was. And so then she tried to go higher. So it was just like, ah! and it was just, and we were all standing there just gobsmacked. This is just in a performance? In a performance. Oh my it God. It was horrible. <laughs> horrible. She was, she was never really cast in anything else because she was. Because of that. Kind of, yeah. And she threw her, she threw herself around a lot. Uh, she, uh, she got upset because she, um, she wasn't. She she got butt hurt because she wasn't cast in certain things, and she uh, tried to start a beef with my friend, with my actual good friend, who I would put hair out of her. She would take my other friend Latanya would take her wig off and put it on my head all the time. But that was a different <laughs> I, story. We I were think drunk. It's that you were really close. I was let very me, good friends. Let me with clarify. Latanya. I just yes. want to say. Y'all, even if it's your friends, even, even if it's if a good friend, you don't touch it friends, unless they say. Just, just don't touch it. Just don't just, touch it. Don't ask. Don't don't, don't ask. ask to touch. Don't let 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 black women be responsible. For, I, for, I would yeah. say I would say even normal anyone don't just reach out and touch people's things. I know you do that because that's you because you don't have boundaries. <laughs> or I have good friends. I just have hair in their face and I'll push hair but out of their way. You. No, I I don't think that's something. Let let 
let let them just let people be. You just don't understand makeup because it's women's lip gloss and their hair's in lip and they keep like pushing it away. And I just go here, you know. I I don't want someone touching me. But I also know you. You don't want anyone touching you. <laughs> Except fair. for well, fair. By the way, that'll remind you guys New York. To. New York City's go to the Metropolitan Opera right now. My friend Latanya, by the way, is starring in Aida in the she production in of Aida, Aida yeah. at the Metropolitan Opera, making her Metropolitan debut. I'm proud for her. I saw same, her in LA, and it's she's fantastic. Is it it's a different production? production. Okay, different production. I actually, like this production. The pictures are so much better. That's the one that I've. The production looks. They're actually like, doing like Egyptian. Yeah, the yes, one that like the one that you saw looked a little dated. The one he was the, dated. Yeah, she sounded yeah. great, and the guy—I forgot his name. He was just in, um, he was just in that uh, opera about the West Africa um, that was here at LA. Uh, You're not going to know it. I'm not going to know it. <laughs> but anyway, go see my friend Latanya. I love her. Um, uh, this is below deck. Boy, that took us seven minutes to get to this to the Muff Truff experience. Well, I this is episode three of season ten. I just oh god, smack this. This was a transitional episode that we're supposed to start seeing Camille and Alyssa and Camille just being, I think it's really interesting. Camille being really testing where, how much, how far she can push Alyssa. It's like we have a teenager on the boat who's testing boundaries. Yeah. Exactly. Um, Before we jump into the show, I don't think, um, Y'all, listen to our collab with uh, Constant Reality Check. Uh, We talk about Love Without Borders. We had a lot of fun in that. Um, We also, we got some other collabs coming, but I think that's it as far as our announcement, right, Spoon? Love Without a Plan. Love, yeah, I think that's what I I called it, Love Without Love Without Format. You call it Love Love Without without Format. format. That's what I called it, yeah. That's even truer, yeah. I, I will say, we're not covering this, but I was texting with Ronnie about our collab, and we were just talking. And I said, how is Southern Hospitality? He said, oh, it's trash and it's delicious. I have it. I taped it. I, I watched, watched one it episode. Yet. It's awful. I I think awful it's isn't so bad. It's good or awful. Not it's it's close to what Vanderpump Rules used to be. But what they're trying to get to is I, I think none of the people are as complicated as some of the people on Vanderpump Rules turned out uh. to be. Um, maybe I'll, maybe I'll be proven wrong. I don't know. I watched like one episode and I was like, I also don't feel Leva is not Lisa Vanderpump and she's can't give that kind of doyen. Um, yeah. yeah. And I think that's where the show Leva seems somewhat relatable on Southern charm, but when she's trying to be head bitch in charge, See, I thought she would work better. I didn't think she was great on Southern Charm. I thought she would be better in this head bitch in charge kind but of a thing. She just comes off as the B word, one one word. It's not like Lisa Vanderpump. Ah, uh, well, yeah. It's you just you she you feel like she's trying too hard. If that makes sense. That's true. Oh, let me turn off my text. <laughs> oh, my God. friend Julie just texted me and said. <laughs> So now we're just talking about text with friends. Sure. So I went to, another friend who knows Latanya as well. I went to Charles by text. She said, finding out Colt was uncircumcised is something I never needed to know. Thanks. <laughs> that was you. That was you in single life talking, not me. <laughs> oh, was she listening to our podcast? Yeah. Hey, anyway. it was on the it was on the tell all. 
single life y'all that she saying why are there three parts of a tell-all and i said because it's really good y'all single life is because there it. needs to be i, I would not have be. well there needs to be three parts when they're 42 minutes yeah it's it's good y'all it's really good probably I think that's not when announcement. they're an hour and 20 minutes 25 minutes no um Two is what what's your tea bag um i want to start with i'm going to start saying this um Rachel says, I'm really tired this morning, so I'm not going to be talking a lot. I would and love I'd rather you people that. not talk to me. Please do. <laughs> I would love that. The but no, ad, actually, that's a really good thing to say. And it, it was said without really any emotion. No. And it was said without – and I think pe- most people who know me or close to me know that I don't like to be talked to in the morning, especially when I'm tired. You don't? Um, yeah, it's kind of like when you talk to me on when we I, have early flights. I try to and talk you to start, you just to get you You start down. just going, and I just look out the window. I'm wishing you dead. <laughs> oh, I thought you were thinking about what I was saying. No, I'm, I'm trying to kill you with my brain. Oh, okay. Or at least render you without the power of speech. <laughs> oh. We'll get a different yeah. seat for morning so, flight. Y'all, someone's chatty in the morning, and I do I, not like it. Once I have my coffee, I'm ready to go. Yeah, you need. That's a. This is a great thing though to ask though. I think. I think. Could you say something like Rachel to me without any emotion or malice and say, "I just need to wake up a little bit and not talk right now." I do say it like that. Oh, <laughs> oh, contraire! I say, "Shut the fuck up, fucker!" <laughs> but it's you without emotion. That? I promise you. There's um uh throwing empty vodka bottles at me. Yeah. You know, or just in a la Diane Weiss, don't speak, don't, don't speak, don't speak. Um, or how about I'll yeah. give you $20 if you don't say a word to me for the next 45 minutes. <laughs> he said that, y'all. Um, <laughs> no, I agree. I thought that was great. I think that it's not too much, but it isn't a plot point per se. Maybe it'll come up later, but I don't think it really matters that Casey's 30 minutes late because Ross wants to bang her. Oh, oh Katie. Katie, I'm sorry, I said Casey. Katie, I immediately went. What? Uh oh, <laughs> I wrote Casey the whole time. You can't do this this early in the season. <laughs> well, this is when you get confused. I kept hearing Kate. I thought I didn't know her name was Casey, and that's what I kept hearing. You didn't so know her crying. name anyway. <laughs> you don't know her enough to come up with a name. I keep getting hit, her and Camille confused. I just combine them together. There is a Casey on Below Deck Adventure. Um, ah no! You don't say like you know it. No, you don't know that show. So <laughs> I don't. No, I mean I like. Oh, good to know. Yeah. Uh, but no. The what were you going on now, now that I know what you're talking about? No, that was it. That was my tea. I don't think anything's going to happen from this. I mean, they try to make a big plot point of the show, and Ross tried to talk to her like, oh, no, I'll, I'm like, I'll, you I'll tell care. you what the plot point of the show is because he's been all over her. So now. He has to somehow also be her boss. It is a plot point we're going to keep going back to because you can already see he's going to get friendly with Alyssa. She's going to get pissed off at him, and then their work relationship is going to be tricky. This is an old standard below deck uh, <sighs> trope, and it happens every season because people are people. Um, yeah. And but so why that, that's be? why they were that's why they were doing it. Happens. It, usually, it's not with bosuns, though. Well, and it's yeah, because they're kind of doing it the reverse with this idea that Fraser has been too nice. 
and not actually kind of pulling his uh, discernment and just, as he said, being a bitch. Um, it's I, gonna... don't, I don't know if he has it in him. I can what honestly, is... I, I don't, I can honestly say that. I don't know. I think he wants to be liked so much. What do you think about the conversation? Since we're kind of jumping, what do you think about the conversation he had with them when he said, when he sat down to talk with them? It was worthless. He basically gave generalities of we're doing a little bit of teething right now, but um, everyone's doing pretty good. Uh, I I don't think how I don't think this was helpful at all. You didn't he didn't address any specifics. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Alyssa hasn't really given him any specifics. So no, she Alyssa said, said she yeah. said he she stamped her feet a little bit. She stomped her feet a little bit, but she also hasn't given her. Uh, I think. Also, I don't know if Fraser Fraser is really checking in on his team and saying, "How's this person doing?" Um, I think he'd uh, he does he kind of gives off the air when you talk to him, like, "Hey, let's talk about everything going on. It should be going great because I don't really want to deal with it if it's not going great." Yeah, I mean, this is episode three for him. Um, he's not being as effective as he could be, definitely. No, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold my tongue until about halfway through. But the 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 reason why we had the end about we the reason we had Cooler Gate was because Fraser wasn't being an effective leader. That's true. Yeah, but yeah, that is true. I mean, and Camille couldn't and, walk five feet to get the cooler. I and, thought well, yeah, but and we'll talk but about Camille, that. but Camille felt felt okay about talking that way to Alyssa. If if Fraser would have given enough, um, uh, uh, you knew where the boundaries were. Yeah, that's true. It is. It's all we say this all the time, though. But when there's breakdowns in a crew, Buck stops at the top. It always does, y'all. Mm-hmm. If things go wrong, and ba- it's not me, it's the top. <laughs> it's the top. <laughs> Thank you. It's never my fault. No, I can't no. penetrate anything. I'm just laying here. <laughs> Actually, I'm not laying there. I'm I am doing a performance. Yes. I I am doing the I'm doing number number 53, the spread eagle. <laughs> and then we go. <laughs> Stop your thing. Oh, sorry, Press the button again. No, I mean stop oh, it. I did. I did. I did. <laughs> By the way, I don't know if you saw this. This oh. is totally random, but I just got to text before. This. What else is new? It's what else. <laughs> and this wasn't our fault. Kirstie Alley passed away. I just saw. Yeah. 71 years old or 70. Young. That is very young. Fuck cancer. Was it cancer? Yeah. Mm. And my gay friend, and there were, I was on a group of a bunch of gay people, um, a lot of friends. Yeah, I'm sure. Roommate. They all love Kirstie. And, well, they said. I said, and I told them, I said, God, I loved Veronica's Closet. And three of them said, that was that show I like. It's like no one ever remembers how gay that show was. But you and I the both show talked was about how we loved gay. it. Loved it. I'll have to look at Dan Cortez's Instagram. Maybe he posted something. Oh, he's still hot. It was Dan Cortez, Tez, Wallace Langham. And Wallace who, Langham's hit the gay guy who was in yeah. everything. Yeah. What? Who was the other person? There was another. Oh, Kathy Najimi was in yes, it too. Yes, Kathy Najimi was in Kathy it. Kathy Najimi. Um. Um. Who? What it was guy. not Mario Cant- Antone. Not the guy from. Just not shoot Mario me. Cantone. But um, I was gonna say if they had Mario Cantone, <laughs> that show would be a hate crime. Someone would have gay bashed that show. <laughs> 
Yes, by then someone would have. Uh, Daryl Mitchell, the comedian. Oh yeah. And I think you might be thinking of. Um, uh, you also might be thinking of. You know, I don't know his name, but Robert Prosky. He's like an older white guy, like really, like in his seventy. What did he play? Yeah. He did some sitcoms and stuff like that. Oh, Kirstie Alley, rest in power. Or is she on a planet Zulu right now? Zenu. Uh, Zenu. They, they're going to a different uh, state. So it's your R- reincarnation. R-I-Z, rest in Zenu. <laughs> I think it's X. Oh, R-I-X, Rix. Yeah. I don't want to trivialize uh, her death. I'm but, not. Um, I am trivializing she Scientology. She was extremely, but... extremely, um, in her life, she was extremely pro-Scientology and and bad-mouthed others who... Yeah, I, yeah. y'all, uh, uh, Leah Remini is not sad today. No. <laughs> Boy, that woman came for her. Yeah. Well, it's the nature of Scientology. To, yeah, you have to. Uh, oh, to, oh, fuck, I'm going to... Forget the title of it. Um, oh, no. Oh, no, it's a, it's it's a, one of their oh, doctrines. God. They they just go for people. Yeah. Love. Um, What's your next tea bag? My next tea bag uh, is how Camille. I uh, you start to see how Camille gets through this world. Boy. Um, because with Captain Lee, she's extremely nervous and extremely she. She just uh, uh, extremely uh, self-deprecating. And she's a different person than who she is with anyone else on the boat with Mm -hmm. an older male figure who she already says reminds me of my father. Mm -hmm. So, y'all, Camille, uh, Camille's daddy issues are going to be the reason why uh, Captain Lee will have no problem, you know, saying if she needs to go. But that's who... And you also see how she how she talks to the men, and she talks very differently to all the women on the boat. She really does. Yeah, and <clears throat> so it's you can, you know, there there are people, I, I women, uh, women, women who can kind of code switch like this, um, and this is a great example. Well, a lot of women have, do it. Well, you naturally. have no, you have it. But have I'm to, saying this is using code switching for a, a. That's what's. In a very yeah. kind of manipulative way. way, yes, yeah, that's why. Uh, the because yeah, it's a difference. Because all of our women listeners are like, I code switch all the time. But this well, of course, is, I think that's yeah. an important distinction to make. She is doing this in a very manipulative and towards women negative way. Yes, yeah. To 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 um, propel her further. Yeah. Yes, because guess who she's going to talk bad to about the women she's working with, y'all. The men. Yep. 100%. Yeah. She's already said what a bitch to uh, everybody else around her about Alyssa. So, yeah. And Alyssa kind of, when she talks to her, when she, she it's some, sometimes people are earshot, but she doesn't spend a lot of time going on and on about how Camille is. No. Um, I think, but I just want to talk about, I want to bring that up. I guarantee you we're going to come back to that. It's going to be something because that is Camille's M.O. Where you're going to see and yeah. you'll see the men say, oh, I think she's a great girl. And and the women are going to have the problems with her, of course. Well, going off of that for like from uh, for agreeing with you, but going off of that for my next teabag, do you feel like there might be I mean, granted, Haley's just kind of easy to get along with. Um, 
I love that when she's like, oh, she's going to be neutral. Pineapple, but she's going to be neutral. But I know this Fraser is able to give her direction. Is it because they're both British or is it because Haley? Yeah, because he was able to say oh. to her when she like was doing the pillow and she did it wrong. He was like, no, no, no. That was he didn't say it bad, but he just basically said, you just did that terribly. And I noticed well, how he was able to course correct her and she took it. And I thought, I bet, though, if Fraser was talking to Camille that way, Camille would probably be like, what are you getting? And then Alyssa would probably even maybe take it personally because Alyssa's quite sensitive, I think. No, that's that's true. Although Fraser has, I think Fraser knows who he can. If he's one on one, he knows how he can talk. He to wouldn't have people. talked to that way to Alyssa yeah. or Camille anyway. That's exactly. true. That's true. Yeah. So he's. It's it's not that he's a bad manager one on one. It's just when he has to, when he has to make he needs to set the standard of how everyone should behave, not his own standard. I think he's better one-on-one, but worse actually in the groups. Yes. Y'all, Fraser's going to work the hardest of anybody on the boat. I can promise you now. Yeah. Um, With the exception of maybe maybe, uh, uh, Rachel this season, who is is all out to – Although she does seem – She does seem to be – it's the big boat. She does seem to be it, – it's beating her – the boat is beating her with getting things on the table in time. I think the but, boat is kind of beating everyone quickly. It's, it's so big. huge. Like we see a big drop in – well, Tony, we talk about a lot of people. Um, you know what? Before we jump in, let's take a commercial and we'll be right All right. right. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. To all our queens, to Caitlin and... The Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of -of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. 
With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Have hope and find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself, never be ashamed Have hope and find your happy Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. We're back! Um... My next tea bag, I don't know. I think this is true. I know we've had a couple of, um, I believe Ross, not this season's Ross, but Ross, my previous season was Maori of descendant. This may be our first indigenous Australian uh, we've had on our crew. I'm into it. Ben, is, <laughs> ben, ben was so cute this episode to me. It's interesting. He doesn't do a lot for me. He does with shorter hair for me because it was a picture of him with shorter hair. And I was like, OK, uh, I'm into that. Oh, I um, just, his smile. He has such pretty teeth. But, and the, and he's 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 fit, but he's not crazy fit like Tony. I love it how this post was about him and celebrating and you immediately sexualize him. <laughs> Oh, it's not because of his race, just because he was hot to me. I know. But yeah, I'm I did. Saying... You're right. I'm horrible. <laughs> not fine. I'm going to shut up. Go ahead. But I'm saying uh, this is, you know, even even in Australia, you know, you there there's there's a movement to celebrate indigenous peoples. But that's a very recent thing. Yeah. Um, And it's I it's it's interesting. This is. The, fir the first crew member we've had. 
Um, I believe. I believe so. I, I'm trying to go. I was trying to go back through all of my below deck cast members, and I may have missed one. But we haven't had a. We've had some Aussie uh, crew members before. They're mostly South African. I feel like it's South African and, yeah. and British and Brits and some uh, Irish. But uh, I don't know. I I'll, I'll have to think about it. I'll have to think about it. Who was before? But um, and, I'll, and Tony immediately up. says, you know, we both experienced some type of racism, and uh, and Ben even says, you know, I grew up and people people were always thinking how dark you are because in Australia, you guys, yes, there is diversity, but nothing like we either have here or they have in other places. It's just not. Um, I knew nothing about it, and this is so. It's so, I admit it, it's so fucking basic, but I'm glad that it was talked about because as an American, I never knew anything about it. The only time I really knew, started to learn a little bit was when I was watching, which is terrible of me to say, but I just want to be open and admit it for people that don't know, but it was when I, we watched fucking Baz Luhrmann's Australia. But yeah. that was like, but I didn't know anything about Australia. I didn't know any. So, you know, it's, I, I think you're just bringing up a good point that like, I think we as Americans often think about, racism and what we've done with indigenous people we kind of think it's an american problem no um it's, it's not a world problem it's a world problem and uh anyway it's so i just encourage i mean you can see australia if you want i don't even remember the film basically but <laughs> i don't either I would, say, maybe, I would say maybe do more like do your own research i'm sure there's probably yeah. documentaries and things if there are some put it in the comments wikipedia is a great resource it is i just gave them <laughs> money because they asked for it i give them money every year y'all i don't like to shill for a lot of things if you wikipedia something if you wikipedia something once a month throw them five bucks five i mean ten bucks. That's, yeah that's i gave them ten dollars it. it's like yeah, yeah totally Mine. It's cheaper than that Encyclopedia Britannica your mother bought from you, or the World <laughs> World Book that you that yelled at you and said, "If you don't use this, I swear to God, I'm going to kick your ass." Your I father and I paid a lot of money the for the World these. Book. Well, not everyone read them every day. <laughs> I did read the Encyclopedia. I remember, and my mother saying, "Chapert, you go pick volume in <laughs> up." Chaper, please go outside and play sports. <laughs> no, I need to read about New Zealand. Oh, Jaybird. <laughs> you tell me one more time about Tasmania Devil's an actual real animal. Ugh. I bet you were very quiet when you got uh, uh, volume H and read about uh, homosexual. <laughs> she got very quiet. Oh, interesting. <laughs> interesting. I do remember the first time I like ever saw a penis. It was a drawn penis in a like in a, in the encyclopedia. I remember studying it very, I, very much. I didn't need a drawing. I knew what they looked like. I know, but this was like when I was a little kid. That was like before my balls dropped. So it's like a drawing of like a big oh. dick. Oh. <laughs> Wait. Like you never had that experience, like where you diagram saw or an actual a drawing diagram. in in detail of a penis. A, well, diagram a drawing, like a detailed drawing of a penis, like with like hair. That's what they had. You don't remember? Oh, I did not see a drawing with like hair. I no, I did not. I saw like a drawing that so you would see what was in it. Oh no, it had both. Now, when do you because re do you remember the moment when you first saw either a picture or saw like an a, an adult dick? 
Because when you're a kid, you saw my like dad's dick or something bleh. like that. <laughs> not the same. That's true. I did not see my dad's dick as a child. As he got older, I did a lot more. <laughs> I think it was like when I try to think when I I don't know. We'd be. I think it was like we're taking our bathing suits off to go something like that, and I well, saw yeah, my dad's yeah, dick. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's not like my dad said, here's my dick, son. <laughs> this is what you can look forward to. Here's my dick, friend. <laughs> friend, this is what your dick's going to look like, friend. I'm uncomfortable with this conversation. We need to move on. Uh, uh, we work on a, we work on a super next? yacht, not a tramp yeah. steamer. God, uh, it's, it makes me sad we're, we're not going to get to hear... Because we think he's going to go. We, we're You're sure right. I think next episode. Uh, it makes me sad. We're going to be left with almost certainly but bad Captain Sandy puns and long metaphors that go nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but the good thing is that made me feel better. At least there's a bunch of doctors on the boat. Nurses. Like you, I mean, no. Oh, no, yeah. When, yeah when Fraser, nurses. And I boy. went. I was like, whoa, you put your foot in mouth on that one. Um, before we get to that, my next teabag is, why does someone have a fucking Dr. Pepper on an ironing board while they're fucking ironing? Was it Dr. Pepper or just or a whatever soda? soda. Yeah. Camille had a soda the entire time, right? And she's burning her. And I went, this is inefficient. I, my thought was, if this doesn't spill on anything, yes. this is Chekhov's gun. And you're just, <laughs> this yes. is this is why even have it? You need to put that you, if, if it's not going to spill all over everything. You, I see that gun in the first act. If it's not used by the third act, you have violated theater. <laughs> well, it should have spilled. Yeah, I can't help stupid I Camille. I can't help it. I I agree with you. I agree with you. That was that 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 soda. I was certain was going to spill. <laughs> made gave me oh made me so angry. It's just the rules of theater. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, she's also still, I'm, I'm calling her now, Camille, the job recycler. <laughs> she, she is the, it's, it's kind of impressive to watch where she'll say, someone will give her an address. She's like, hey, can you get blah, blah, blah. And it sounds so sincere. Sincere. And then you just cut to her just laying on her ass. Now, <laughs> I will, so let's talk about the Alyssa um Alyssa Camille thing where Alyssa does go up to her and says, Hey, why don't I iron my, I can iron my own shirt so you can get ready. If part of a, a Camille wanting to smoke a cigarette is part of her getting ready. I mean, she did go up to her and say, you can go. I think these it was not two, thoughtful, but I think these two women have met each other before. And let me clarify with what I'm saying, by the way, these two women act and look, each of these two women have met a version of themselves before. Yeah. And so it's not, yes, it is about, it is about Alyssa being slightly passive aggressive. It is very much about Camille not wanting to take uh, orders from anyone that doesn't say it in a forthright manner. Um, it, this is, it's not all about these two people. It's experiences they've had before. Even, but I mean, yeah. it's jumping ahead, but it, it's fine. But even when they, with filling the machine again, we did hear Alyssa say, Alyssa told her exactly what she wanted. Yeah. And Camille still didn't do she it. She just doesn't want to do it. 
And she just doesn't want to do it. That's it. And part of Camille gets joy out of messing with her. It does. Because, it does. you know, I'm telling you, people like Camille, it's, it's, it's crazy. People like Camille will advance to places you never thought they could because they know who to bully and they know who to suck up to. And it's remarkable how people like that. And you dread them, and they are scary in this world. <laughs> yes. And I think yeah. it, 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 it's, you know, Camille talked about her dad. Alyssa talked about her dad this episode. So they're both dealing with their own dad. And I think that's going to come out with Alyssa and boy, and stuff, but, uh, boy trouble and all that. But the way Alyssa, too, it, again, it's that, to me, it's so apparent at least I watch this and I think this is what I love about Below Deck is it it is a reality show, but a lot of this is really happening. But also it, it points we talk about gender roles, but it also points out racial roles and that if you it looks like sometimes Alyssa is having to be sometimes a little passive aggressive or she's but think about it. Camille can just be a flat out for lack of a better word. Camille can be just be a flat out asshole bitch to her. Yeah. But Alyssa can't do it because then she's quote angry black woman on a boat. That, no, and that's, that's something true. she's thinking of that Camille doesn't have to think about at all. Very so true. it's it's interesting how um anyway, just the the difference of how they have to move about in the boat. And I don't think Camille is aware of that at all, clearly. No. And I think we've seen and we already talk about the 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 minority same where it, the the small number of black women in yachting in yachting so, already yeah yeah and so it's 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 interesting uh i wonder i wonder if i guess lissa would definitely label herself black but sometimes uh women she comes from her father's from jamaica so she jamaica. might say i'm caribbean that's true. That's, um, true that's true but i but she obviously that people would say there's a black woman people would 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 call her that probably it'll be interesting to see how both of these women react and act whenever, if it is Captain Sandy, that they have a female captain. Mm. Oh, wow. I think Camille, Ooh. I think Camille and Captain Sandy could have some good moments. Ooh. <laughs> or she'd suck up to her just like she does Captain Lee. She could, yeah. And she's real see, pretty. Captain Lee can see through the bullshit though more. Yeah, Sandy no, can't. Y'all don't pull over. She's don't a terrible judge of people. She's, She's an absolute terrible. terrible judge of people. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. Lexi, you're a good person. <laughs> Lexi, you're a good person. Y'all, sorry, the police are coming, there so was, don't pull there over. There was no one that thought Lexi was a good no, person. Literally, no one on that boat. Lexi literally said, I'm turning into Satan. <laughs> So, oh, uh, what's your what, next? Was, I don't have too much more, it, but I think it was we, my turn because yeah. we already talked about Wiggate. Um, we talked about the wig. The wig. What do you um, think about an all truffle dinner? These women are truffle pigs. That's <laughs> what I need to say. Just truffle. Pig. I feel. I feel like it would get. It's too much. It's too much. I thought it was. I don't want to say this about doctors because I, Captain Lee, I appreciate doctors and they can do whatever they want, especially ER doctors, but that's basic. I kind of agree. It felt a little too, uh, it felt a little too 
let's do yoga. Let's ha- live our best life. Our eat, pray, love. I've heard let's truffles rich, are really expensive. Yeah. Do, yeah. Like everything truffle, I would vomit. That would be so it's too much. And she didn't have real truffles. So she was having to use that fake. Uh, uh, no, but they loved it. They, they love everything. Um, uh, can we just talk it. about the one thing that happened kind of at, near the end? Uh, this is uh, this. Oh, by the way, Camille did have a, and this is going to come back. Camille said, "Y'all, the thing, thing is, we 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 talk about a lot of things. We say, oh, Camille, she's the, she's the problem with this boat. Half of our tea bags are about her. This is." This is the intrigue of Below Deck. If it wasn't for her, it'd be a boring episode. It's if gonna it get... wasn't, wasn't for her, it'd be a boring season. Well, I think it's going to get better because um, Alyssa is going to try to fuck uh, Ross. So yes, she is. That And that that is, as as we know, Alyssa, I don't think, realizes that other people maybe or I don't know. She, I don't know what she thinks, but we'll see. I think... What's interesting here is she's uh, she's already kind of she's she's playing with different levels of rank of who she's going with because she That's was messing ar- so she was messing around with uh, different people. I think uh, I, I think what whether you're male or female, it, but it, sadly, in fact, women have a harder time hanging out with more than one man on this show than anything else because I shouldn't say have a hard time. They get more flack for it. It is much easier for it to be a Gary and go on to every girl. Oh, it is. But if, if a woman does that, hence Simalia in, in below deck med season three, where she was in, in between the, the mess that it caused between um, Wes and Adam and but that a lot of that was stuff that she actually instigated, so it's probably not a good example. But but no, um, but you bring a good point. Like I'm not shut slamming the list at all. I'm just saying it's gonna no. But it is Casey it's, likes her. And Katie like Katie. Katie likes him too. <sighs> this is why we're never going to be able to. I wish I had a maybe maybe when you're here. When you get something wrong, I'll have little electrodes to you, and I'll zzz, I can shock you. <laughs> I'll just yelp. <laughs> just like, and may, maybe we can imprint that onto you. Maybe it'll maybe. be part of my little, little experiment. Um, no, I was just going to say at the end, Cooler the Gate. Cool, Cooler Gate is where y'all Camille is just going off on the radio when everyone can hear can it. Can listen, everyone. And, and did you think Camille, I just want to, I was watching this. I thought Camille had already left the boat and, or left the main yacht and was out in the middle of the ocean. So when no, they, she's camera, trolling her, she's trolling so, her. So when the camera cut to her sitting by the yacht, five feet from the, or 10 feet from the fucking cooler, I went, Oh, because no, when she's Camille, trolling her. Absolutely. Yeah. When Camille her. said the guests are on the thing, she's trying, because she said earlier, She's not my boss. Does she think she's my fucking boss? And I went, well, well, the problem the is the problem is Fraser Fraser's has not, being the boss. not, has not delegated that in that way and has yeah. not set up. Um, yes. He says, he said, Alyssa is second. He hasn't exactly said what Alyssa's job is to her. No. And with someone like Alyssa who takes 
control very quickly um and you have someone who's permissible like Fraser uh it it if there was an if there were if there were other women someone besides Haley if uh if there was another woman like imagine Ashley from Below Deck Sailing oh. Yacht Ooh. had been on there with with um Camille they would have already turned against Alyssa yeah they would have and what I'm saying is that's a failure of leadership for him. It is. They're, they're lucky that Haley, Haley is how she is. Yeah, they're very lucky. And because those two stews would have become fast sister sisters, and it would have been all over for anyone else. It's true. Yeah. They would have uh, they would have come they would have they would have like short sheeted Alicia's Alyssa's bed or something. It would have been horrible. They would have bullied the fuck out of her. They would have. They yeah. Would have. So yeah, I think this is a I think this is a Fraser thing. Um, yeah. uh, we'll see. Maybe he'll deal with it next episode. Um, that's all I got. That's all I got too, y'all. That's all we got. Um, yeah, you're right. Born episode. Thanks for Camille. I guess. Um, I know. Next episode though, I think it's gonna be good. So um, or sad but good with Captain yeah. leaving. Um, y'all go to realitygaze.com. Go to uh, our Instagram or Twitter. Leave us a review on Apple Podcast or Spotify. Please. If you don't know how to leave that review, just go to please. Just go to our website realitygaze.com. You can click on the little link at top, and it'll just give you those links. Also, we want to remind y'all the holiday season is upon us. No matter what you celebrate. And one of those perfect gifts that you can give somebody is a cameo from me or Poodle because we're yeah. both back on cameo. Or I- UncommonGoods.com is a sponsor. UncommonGoods.com. <laughs> yes, that's a great UncommonGoods.com. UncommonGoods.com. We Rothies, y'all. Get yeah. them some shoes. I think you have think, two bags. Yeah, look up our, our ads. Um, you listen, look up our ads on Uncommon Goods right now because we have a discount code one. And there's some cute stuff on there. I will say that. I'm wearing We're my not, Rothies tonight. I love. I'm they're not, good to keep me warm. I'm not getting gifts for my family this year, so, so we're not, I'm not. I, I'm just buying toys for my just buying toys. Um, but also, I just got you know who I she just did it for like 24 hours in charity. I got my cousin Kelly a cameo from Annie Potts. Oh wow! It was really because my yeah, it was sweet. It was very sweet. So. Oh, my doorbell's ringing. Amazon here. I bet I better end the Boy, show. Y'all. Someone has been buying packages. I don't go out for anything anymore. I buy toilet paper online now. You're like Sigourney Weaver and Copycat. (laughs) I I was going to, yes, I was going to say Alexandra Bullock in in, uh, The Net. The the Net. All right, everybody. We got to go. We'll see you next week. But until then, y'all, it's What Poodle. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.